0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic hits. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. (laughs)
0: Let us be the nation that we know we can be a nation united, a nation strengthened, a nation healed. The United States States of America, ladies and gentlemen. There's never, never been anything we've tried we've not been able to do. Spread the faith. God love you all. May God bless America and may God protect our church. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you, says Joe Biden, the next president of the United States, although we're all left a slight bit baffled because on the one hand, there's great celebration from the media's point of view, uh, from Joe Biden's supporters' point of view, and indeed a lot of... Um, both Democrats and Republicans in the United States and world leaders. But the guy who is still in the White House is saying, I ain't going anywhere. I'm not leaving. Uh, So I'm going to discuss that with Larry Larry Donnelly now in just a second. Uh, But before I go to Larry, I do want to just run a, a very quick poll to start off on Monday, right? And it's simply this. Are you happy with the election result as we know it now, uh, or as it's perceived to be in the United States. So are you happy with the result? In other words, are you happy that Joe Biden won? Are you happy with the result? Simply answer yes or no to 87 8 And if you want to tag on a little opinion on that, uh, feel free to do so as well. But that's the question. Just a quick fire poll on that. Are you happy uh, with the result in Amer- in the American election? Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. But as I say, uh, to get more kind of information and to uh, try to understand I suppose what's next uh, when it comes to the American election and Joe Biden and Donald Trump I want to speak to Larry Donnelly who of course is Law Lecturer at NUI Galway Good afternoon to you Larry Good
0: afternoon Mike Great to be with you
2: Uh, Great to have you on Uh, So it was was eventful to say the least Uh, Your reaction to what happened over the weekend first and foremost Larry
0: well, I, I think that the, uh, the election of Joe Biden, in my own personal estimation, is a good thing for America. I think that the Trump presidency, um, encapsulated in some ways by the president's uh, bizarre speeches after the election uh, results, uh, was a dark chapter in American history. I'm glad. Um, that it's over. Uh, I think Joe Biden will restore some decency, some integrity, some honor uh, to the office of the presidency. And I think what you saw uh, on the streets was, a, uh, I, I suppose, a lot of relief, a lot of tension being released by by people who oppose uh, Donald Trump and were terrified that he might get a second term. I think those scenes were a release uh, of that tension uh, and a lot of relief and a lot of jubilation. I should say, however, Um, That The results of this election are not straightforward. Uh, The reality is it can be cogently argued, and I think it's actually true, um, that in an overarching sense, the Republican Party won this election. They lost the presidency, but they did well at every other level of government.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that is true because he got a phenomenal uh, amount of votes and way beyond uh, i suppose what anyone had been had predicted um, predictions these days have 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 changed completely and and, and, I, and I, I use that insofar so far as many votes he got, but also in relation to the And the fear that there would be some sort of civil unrest on the streets as well uh, if Trump didn't get in. So far, we haven't seen that happen, have we, Larry? We've just seen uh, sort of jubilant crowds um, in a socially distanced way, as as socially distanced as possible. Uh, But this civil unrest hasn't happened
0: no and and again you know my i have a lot of detractors on the right and on the left and now my detractors on the left will probably come at me but the reality is this i know this from speaking to people in positions of authority in the city of boston um that the precautions that were being made that is stores being boarded up and everything else that you saw across the united states Mm -hmm. um the officials who did so were doing so because they were worried about the eventuality of a trump victory uh, and Antifa and associated okay. groups mm-hmm. are looting and, and rioting in the streets. They were not afraid of Trump supporters.
2: Okay, that's interesting because I, I would have thought it was more so uh, for the Trump supporters arguing that uh, either the election was a fraud uh, or, that, or uh, that he didn't get in or both. So from a legal standpoint then, Larry, will you pr- b- sort of break this down a little bit? Why is, and I know it's been discussed over and over again, but just to simplify it, why is Trump saying that this election was fraudulent. Is it because of the enormous amount of mail-in votes because of the pandemic or has that always been an issue or what is his major issue? Can you explain?
0: I think to be blunt, I think his major issue is that he lost Um, in terms of the he's always made made an issue of the mail-in voting, voting, that that was going to lead to widespread fraud. Um, In fact, the the states that had mail-in voting before this election had no evidence and no cases of documented, no documented cases of serious fraud in any of them. Uh, I think that where he is now is there's two kind of running lines of argument here. Uh, The first is the, you know, again, the unsubstantiated claims of fraud across the country. Uh, and the idea that there should be recounts and that the his observers and his people aren't being led close enough to the process, et cetera, et cetera, uh, most of those arguments really don't have any evidentiary uh, support uh, or proof to, to offer in, behind them. Um, the second is with respect to the state of Pennsylvania, where there was a change in the rules so that ballots received after election day could still be counted towards the final total. That was initiated uh, two months before the election. Uh, It had been challenged in court and was upheld. um, And then the Supreme Court didn't decide on it. Uh, There is a lawsuit being filed today in Pennsylvania uh, on that issue. Uh, But the problem for the president is, uh, A, I think that the the rule change was made because of COVID and to maximize participation in the process. Uh, I find it hard for a court, even a court dominated by Trump appointees to so overturn that sentiment. Uh, and then secondly, the reality is the number of ballots that were received after Election Day would, even if they all were to, declared to go for Trump, um, would not make up the deficit between uh, Trump and Joe Biden. So okay. he really doesn't have a leg to
2: stand on him. Let, let me ask you this then, because to me it's 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 an amazing thing to watch, and um, particularly uh, the news networks, and I was glued to CNN. Although I did change, I, I switched around and, and had a look at different ones like Fox News and even Euronews and all the rest of it just to see what was happening. Uh, but it seems that once CNN projected Biden to be the winner, And then Fox followed suit. That was the beginning of uh, the celebrations, the jubilation and and, and world leaders coming and congratulating uh, Joe Biden. But at what point does it become a legal transfer of power? So at what point uh, is it the Supreme Court? Is it like who is it that suddenly decides, well, we're not just going to listen to the media outlets. This is how we decide who the next president is. This is when we decide the election is over. When does that happen?
0: OK, well, in, in mid-December, um, the Electoral College, the famed Electoral College, uh, its members will convene. They'll probably do so virtually on this occasion, uh, and they will formally cast their votes uh, from each state. Uh, and at that stage, the, 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 the verdict of the people in the election will be ratified by the Electoral College, and uh, Joe Biden will officially then become the president-elect. Uh, and then uh, by uh, by the 20th amendment to the United States Constitution uh, the presidential term ends on at noontime on January 20th Uh, and Joe Biden will be sworn in as the next president of the United States. That's how it happens legally.
2: Okay, and then on January 20th, uh, that will be the transition of power. Usually it's a case where a note is left in the Oval Office and it's all very uh, nice and honourable and so on. It looks like that's probably not going to happen. What can Donald Trump do between now and January 20th, and how much power can he have?
0: He's, He's still fully the president of the United States and has all of the powers that the president of the United States is uh, equipped with via the Constitution and relevant other legal instruments, he's the president. So, um, you know, he can act in, the, in, in accordance with the full authority of, of the presidency. Um, I think a lot of people are concerned as to what he might be capable of uh, in that time. But, I mean, two points are worth making. One is that he cannot cling to power. There's no, you know, the reality is the Electoral College will meet um, the Constitution speaks definitively on this matter. Uh, even if he straps himself to his chair in the Oval Office mm-hmm. and Joe Biden has to be uh, president from a hotel room, uh, Joe Biden will be uh, the president. The second thing, I think, in why some of the fears are, are overwrought on this front uh, is that uh, the, the, the word in Trump's circles is that he wants to stay a player. Uh, he wants to stay involved. He wants to keep his voice. Uh, word has it that he's going to have rallies, that he's going to uh, embark upon some new Uh, Media venture, and you know, again, he'll have a big platform, he has a large following, uh, and that he is interested potentially in seeking the presidency again. Mm -hmm. Uh, My suspicion is that any hopes he has uh, will be a good deterrent not to do anything wild or crazy. Okay. I remain days of his presidency,
2: okay. So all these worries of him literally locking the door or doing some crazy things or trying to enact crazy legislation or whatever that may be, or pardon himself for his family, and all that's maybe a little bit of hysteria, you think, if he's if he's actually trying to run again and uh, have a voice uh, in the american political in the American political system, he probably is smart enough to know not to do anything completely outrageous. What are we right?
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, Donald Trump has proven me and an awful lot of other people wrong before, and I i am loath to say anything definitively when it comes to yeah. him. But that's my very—that's my very, very strong suspicion. And the other point to make is that um, the presidency is, you know, quite deliberately framed by the founding fathers of the United States to be a relatively uh, weak institution. Remember, this is a country that at the time was, uh, free, you know, freeing itself from a monarchy. Uh, they didn't want the president to be like a monarch. Uh, They gave substantial powers uh, to the legislative branch, in particular.
2: Okay, well, listen. Thanks for that, Larry. I really appreciate it. Larry Donnelly, uh, law lecturer at NUI Galway. We'll continue to be glued to it, Larry, and no doubt have you on the show again. So appreciate it. Oh, he's gone. Thank you, Larry. Uh, right. I want to go to... And by the way, if you want to say on this, 1850 410 or 087 0008, Larry, bringing us sort of the... Uh, I suppose uh, just bringing it down to simplistics because I'll be honest with you, uh, looking at the election over the weekend is fascinating. It is like something out of Hollywood. Uh, but trying to understand what's going on and is this guy seriously going to like strap himself into the White House and not get out? Is he going to fight this? Is Joe Biden the actual president? Why is everybody saying congratulations to him when he actually isn't the president yet? Will they stop or will they not? So I hope that kind of uh, summed up a little uh, of uh, what the hell is going on and I suppose in his mind... Uh, Joe Biden will be the next president as long as uh, it is, goes over the line uh, with the Electoral College and so on and it becomes a legal thing and at that point then there's no turning back for Donald Trump he can fight and uh, give out as much as he wants uh, but uh, Joe Biden will be the next president uh, but uh, Trump's still going on on Twitter and Melania Trump is the latest to jump on it saying we need some transparency count all the votes and uh, all this so it's, it's an ongoing drama Martin, you're live in Classic. tell how are you Martin? Hi
3: there, Mike.
2: How are you? Yeah, not too bad, Martin. Um, look, you know, some people are saying, and maybe rightly so, sure, it's the American election. What has it got to do with us? And people know more about the American election than they do about the doll. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's a world power. We're very yeah. tied to America. It does matter to us, and it does matter yeah. to the world.
3: It, do, it does, yeah. It does really matter because at the end of the day, you know, um, we have a certain level of democracy because of the way in which the West has stood up to you know, the creeping communism and Marxism that was relevant after the Second World War. And obviously, after the Second World War, it looks as though it was going to take a pace. Uh, You know, Stalin having uh, felt as though he uh, had some force behind him to make more inroads in the world. But, Uh you know, coming, coming back to this weekend, I mean, yes, it is fascinating, and it's a discussion that's long overdue in the States. And perhaps this is one of the reasons it's getting flagged now is to try and lance the boils head, as it were, I mean, you know, a lot of um, issues are, are starting to come to the fore with absentee voting. I mean, we had that in the UK with Peterborough, you know, the, the, the way in which these um, uh, things are tabulated together. Uh, and again, uh, America is so polarized mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, there's elements of transparency and trust required. Because, you know, if you are uh, working in New York or, or anywhere else, I mean, you get your job on the basis of, you know, whether you're Democrats or a Republican you know, in a lot of civic sort of uh, areas. So, you know, the civic people are the ones that are vote mm. counting. Uh, and again, if there's no, if there's, there's locked doors, uh, no transparency with the media or, or with candidates or uh, with oversight, then, you know, there's a lot of questions and anomalies can arise from that. I mean, America is not like looking at the way in which, you know, we do it over here with RTE mm. and the count centres. There's none of that. It's You know, a lot of it is closed, behind closed doors. Uh, and a lot of governors in the U.S. Were, were saying, I wish that some states would actually adopt the principles that we do in this state, which means there's no real level playing field. So it's a really long overdue argument that, that America really has to look at its, uh, you know, partisan way it manages itself uh, and, uh, and get more transparency in the system. Because obviously... You know, as we're hearing, you know, how many dead people does it take to get a new president? You know,
2: yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know, and I understand it is, it, it is totally polarized. You know. I mean, yeah, Trump I mean, Trump is certainly suggesting that, yes, the, 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 the votes are, are skewed and all that sort of stuff. I wonder, uh, is that based on. And that's no, the danger, isn't it? it? But it's the danger when it's sort of a, a 50 49. It's like, you yeah, know, the yeah, other yeah, guy yeah. kind of goes, well, she's got like, oh, 49. I mean, it's only a percent away. Buddy, that's democracy, but, but, you know?
3: But you see, no, no, no. The, the thing is, that, I mean, I was on two really good websites over the weekend. One was Represent Us, uh, and another one was uh, to do with the historic. Uh, Voter fraud map. Of, of, I mean, they've even got a, a map now where you're more likely to see fraudulent cases
2: right, in, okay. in the
3: system. So, I mean, this is a real argument. It's not okay. Uh, fair enough. You a, don't
2: think you don't you, you, you don't think it should just be thrown out because it's Trump? Hang no, on, there, no. Mar- Martin, if you can. I want to go to Paul. You're live in classic Tell you, Paul. Oh, sorry, is Paul on two? Uh, there's two, two two twos there. Uh, one, sorry. Okay, uh, Paul, you're live in classic Tell you, Paul. Are you doing well? Not too bad at all, Paul. So your reaction then, we're only going to spend a couple of minutes on this, but your reaction to uh, the election in the United States, the drama of it, we were most of us were glued to it, to be fair. Um, are you happy with the result?
4: I am, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the result. Okay. Um, my, my, my view on it is that Trump comes across to me as a guy who was brought up with a silver spoon in his mouth. He got everything he asked for. He was never, no, no, nobody ever said no to him and he just now can't accept it. And of all the... I don't know how many presidential elections there has been in the US, but there's never been a case of fraud. And even now, nobody has produced any evidence of fraud. Yeah. None whatsoever. So the onus is on them to produce the evidence.
2: But, 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 so. but, but is it not the case that Trump, very early on in the game, uh, pretty much came out and said, well, you know, these postal votes, maybe we should postpone things. And it was like, oh, wait now, what's he going to do? Um, and... I, I saw an interesting clip of Bernie Sanders actually, and a, another historical clip actually of, of Hillary Clinton. When I say historical, I mean twenty sixteen, uh, discussing how he tends to do this. That this is this is form. This isn't massively surprising to a lot of people who would know Donald Trump uh, that he will set himself up uh, so that if he does lose, he has some form of excuse, uh, exactly. and that, that seems to be the case because he didn't. He didn't at any point say that he would have a peaceful transfer of
4: power. I, I mean, I mean, he, he was he was. Uh he was complaining about the news stations coming out and declaring Biden the victor. I mean, he was the first one himself that said he was he had won.
2: That's true, but, uh, but mind you, that does fascinate me though. Um, in the American election, I was thinking the pressure uh, an agency like uh, CNN or something uh, must be under to to call it because once they right. call it, that is that is that seems to be it. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and
4: he he called it for himself when the, when the beard, the count had barely started. Well, that's true. Yeah. And, and one of thing, the things the head of the post union or whatever it is out there, the post service is a big Trump, uh, big Trump supporter.
2: Mm.
4: The, head, the head of the post union out there, the big Trump, Trump supporter, you know?
2: Yeah.
4: So I think it's just so, yeah. So just look at, just admit it. They've got, they've, they've been, they've lost it. And I mean, George Bush came out there last night and he said, congratulated Biden and, and Camilla, Camilla Harris and, this, you know, just tell them to accept it and get
2: over it. So you're, you're happy enough you know, anyway, you think it's a good result?
4: Yeah, well, you know, the, the democracy is democracy, you
2: know. Yeah, so. absolutely. All right, well, listen, I appreciate that. Thanks a million for the call and okay. uh, and have a good day. We'll continue to watch it. Uh, lots of, of Trump supporters not happy with me uh, today. You're no boiling, Hogan, I'll give you that, uh, it says. And they're saying that, uh, what did they say? No, it's clearly fraudulent and Trump will win. Um, okay, interesting. Uh, I can't say that I'm, I'm I, I, look... Someone tweeted me over the weekend, actually. I, 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 did say that it seemed to be a, a, a decent result. Uh, I haven't been a fan of Donald Trump as a human being, I mean. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, well, it doesn't matter what kind of person someone is as long as they get the economy going well. You know, this is, this is what's said a lot. I personally think that as, as long as they don't completely, uh, become reckless and drive an economy into the ground purposefully, purposely, uh, I think if they're a half decent human being, it is half the battle. Everything else, of course, is, is vital. Vitally important, but to me, Trump is not a nice human being. Um, and you might call me a snowflake for that or a lefty for that. I don't give a fiddler's what you call me. I don't think he's a nice human being. I think he has delivered messages of uh, with racist connotations, uh, misogynistic connotations, um, you know, and and which made a lot of people feel unsafe, unwelcome. And I think that was an, a very negative narrative and rhetoric uh, over four years. Personally, that's just that's just what I've felt. In relation to him as a person, in relation to the economy and so on. Look, if you know better than me about the intricacies of the American economic system, by all means, uh, you know, let, let me know. Uh, but you know that that is their business. But insofar as what I've seen um, from him as a human being, uh, I don't think he's I don't think he's a decent human being. But you might say that doesn't matter a damn. Listen, we're going to move on. Oh no, I'll go to Car- sorry, I'll go to Caroline. I'm all over the place now. Uh, Caroline, you're live in Classic. Kids. How are you, Caroline? Great. how about you? Not too bad at all. You're in Louisiana in, in the United States, is that right?
1: Well, I'm from there but I'm in Dublin at the
2: moment. Oh, you're in Dublin at the moment. Okay, I thought you were in Louisiana. We had someone on from America last week actually. Uh, so, Caroline, uh, tell me your reaction to the weekend.
1: Um, I was really excited but it always like really gets under my skin whenever I hear people uh, like in Ireland saying like, oh, Trump's standing up to fake news or whatever but he kind of None of the policies that he's proposed would ever fly in Ireland. None of it. Mm. He doesn't care about unions. He hates unions. Um, he hates the idea of raising wages. He just cares about the stock market, but that doesn't affect everyday people.
2: He just cares about the what, Caroline?
1: The stock market.
2: The stock market, yeah. Well, that's that what I was kind of alluding to. Now... Obviously, uh, stock market and economics is vital to all our lives, Uh, but a person with that kind of power has a massive influence. And I think if you're going to be put into that position of power, you need to be very aware of the influence you hold um, and what your words uh, and what you say uh, can can actually do in a society. Um, and we sort of, we, we, we have seen that, but a lot of Trump supporters, Caroline, seem to think that the stock market or the economics and the job front is absolutely it. And you let that man say what he wants, uh, but that's all that matters. Have you felt that?
1: No, just because the stock market's going well, but only like half of Americans have any investment in the stock market. It doesn't affect your everyday life mm-hmm. and it doesn't help if your wages haven't risen and he hasn't risen wages. And nobody I know is earning any more money. And then people that I know who voted for Trump in 2016 didn't vote for him this time because nothing really got better for them. They thought it would and it didn't.
2: And are you, how long are you in Ireland, by the way?
1: Um, I'm just visiting for a couple months. I'm just on a tourist visa.
2: Oh, very good. Good stuff. And you're enjoying it. You'll head back to Louisiana in a couple of months, yeah? Yeah. Good Hopefully stuff. Hopefully it's still there. I'm sure it will Uh, Caroline thanks a minute for the call I appreciate it